Hello and welcome. This is Pastor Terry, and I'd like to welcome you to my Bible study podcast. This daily podcast is a place where we take the teachings of Scripture seriously, but ourselves, not so much. Join us as we dive into the sacred words of the Bible. Each time we read, we pray, we change the world. Welcome to Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. It's about that time. Let's do it. Ephesians chapter 3. Um, we uh, started a few days ago with Ephesians chapter 1. And to, yesterday, over the weekend, we had the Ephesians 2 on the podcast. And today we are jumping into Ephesians 3. And remember, Ephesians chapter 1 through 3, uh, well, really the whole book of uh, Ephesians is about the body of Christ. Uh, the first three chapters um, kind of lay down the theological framework for that and some teaching on that. And then four through six, the practical implications of that, some of the, the practical living out of it. So we're kind of in the last part of the, the the theological part. Each chapter is pretty short, as you probably noticed already for the through the book of uh, Ephesians, just 20 or so verses. So, um, so yeah. That may or may not have any bearing on how long we go um, in studying it, but <laughs> but we should be done pretty quick. Good morning, Lenann. Good morning, Ken. Marlene, good morning. Tanya, good morning. Charlea, good morning. All right. So Ephesians chapter 3. For this reason, I, Paul, the prisoner of Christ Jesus, for the sake of the Gentiles. So Paul uh, literally was a prisoner. Right. He's in Rome, in Rome under house arrest. Um, and um, he quite, quite literally was um, was a prisoner because of his ministry to the Gentiles. Right. Um, and so for preaching, for preaching the gospel, that was quite literally why he um, he was a prisoner and specifically to those who were outside the. Um, the Jewish race, the Gentiles, the non-Jews. So he says, for this reason, the prison, I'm a prisoner of Christ Jesus. But notice he says, I'm not a prisoner of Rome. Uh-uh, uh-uh, no, uh-uh. I'm a prisoner of Jesus. I'm a prisoner of Christ Jesus, Messiah Jesus. That's who, that's who I'm a prisoner of. Verse 2. Surely you have heard about the administration of God's grace that was given to me for you. So presumably this is well known that that was that Paul was had this uh, special calling to reach Gentiles. He says, surely you've heard about the administration of God's grace that was given to me for you. That is the mystery made known to me by revelation, as I have already written briefly. He's what Paul said, Paul saying, look, I didn't make this up. This was a revelation. God gave this to me. God, this ministry of preaching the gospel to the Gentiles was not something I fabricated or something I dreamed of or some ambition I had for my life originally, you know, uh, years ago. This was something by revelation. This is something that God placed on my heart. I didn't see coming, but here it is. <laughs> right. He says, I've already I've talked about basically a story. I've written about this briefly before. Verse four. In reading this, then, you will be able to understand my insight into the mystery of Christ, which was not made known to people in other generations as it has now been revealed by the Spirit to God's holy apostles and prophets. So um, 
He's saying this, what the, the gospel is a new revelation that uh, preceding generations before uh, the New Testament era did not know about it. They didn't, they didn't, they didn't know this mystery, this, uh, and he's going to tell you, tell you exactly what the mystery is here in a moment. So, um, but it's now been revealed by the spirit to God's holy apostles. Those who are writing the new Testament, those who are preaching the gospel in the first century through God's holy apostles, this new revelation has been, um, released into the world. Proclaimed. Welcome everybody. Morning, Casey. Morning, Howard. Welcome. Uh, verse six. We're in Ephesians chapter three. In case you're wondering, Ephesians three. This mystery is that this is the mystery. Verse six. Underline it in your Bible if you have it. Somebody says, "What's the mystery of the gospel?" This is it right here. This is the mystery. This mystery is that through the gospel. Gentiles are heirs together with Israel, members of one body and sharers together in the promise of in Christ Jesus. What's the mystery? We've said about it. We, we know. We've been talking about it. But that's Paul says it very clearly right there. This is the mystery. The mystery is that through the gospel, Gentiles can be heirs, not second class citizens, but can be Heirs together with Israel, members of one body, one family, sharers together in the promise. And how? In because they are in Christ. The promise made to Abraham. One family, father of many nations. God was creating a family for himself. Like we said last time, God a family man. God's not a man. Just work, figure of speech. God's always wanted a big family. That included people of every nation and race and people group. And that's the mystery that through Christ, this is now made possible. That we can be, most of us on here are Gentiles. Those that are Gentiles, we can be co-heirs with faithful Israel and share in the promise. And the way do we do that is through Jesus. Praise God. Good morning, John and Lois. Welcome. Verse seven. I, Paul, became a servant of this gospel by the gift of grace given me through the working of his power. So his ministry is not his own work or uh, effort. It's um, the, Paul is able to preach the gospel and minister to people and reach people through uh the grace given to him by God and by God's power through him. Verse eight, although I am less than the least of all the Lord's people. Paul's, Paul's got a, a, uh, a, um, a grateful heart, right? He's, he's got a humble, um, he's humble considering that he would be so fortunate to be part of fam the family of God and so fortunate to be able to preach this incredible mystery of the gospel. He says, I'm at least among all the Lord's people. And plus he was only persecuted the church, least deserving. I mean, some of you might feel like I don't deserve it. You don't. But he still gave it to you. <laughs> I don't deserve it. That's grace, man. 
That's what Paul's saying. I was least of all the I don't deserve it. I do not deserve it. But this was the grace given to me. This is the grace, the special grace that was given to Paul to preach to the Gentiles the boundless riches of Christ and to make plain to everyone the administration of this mystery, which for ages past was kept hidden in God who created all things. Paul says, what a blessing that I get to go and preach to the Gentiles, those who were once separated from the promises of God. I get the privilege of now going to them and preaching to them that now they can have entry into all the promises of God through Christ, along with faithful Israel. And I'm there to make it plain. I mean, good preaching is plain preaching, man. Good preaching is plain. Gotta make it. Gotta make it clear. Sometimes you know we we forget that even you know teaching or preaching. You don't you know you preach to people. So if people aren't understanding what you're saying, you aren't really preaching. You're just making a lot of noise. <laughs> so you're like, yeah, Terry. We know <laughs> we sat through some of your sermons. <laughs> uh, <laughs> teaching. And, and when we teach, we teach people. So if we have the people that we're teaching aren't understanding what we're saying, then we're not really teaching. We're just making noise. Some college professors need to know that. Just because you're up there making noise, I don't mean you're, prof- you're teaching anybody. It just makes you making noise. We teach people. We preach to people. We communicate with people. So Paul says, I'm and make plain to everyone the administration of this mystery, which for ages past was kept hidden in God, who created all things. God's had this plan. He's had this plan the whole time. Verse 10. His intent was that now, it was always his intention, that now through the church, I told y'all last, we talked last time. I think it was the first, first week, first day, chapter one. The church is not the periphery on the periphery of the plan of the world. It's not when you think about history, it's like was the, the church is just sort of the sidebar thing going on the a peripheral on the periphery of, of history. No, the church is at the center. You want to know what the world's about? It's about the activity of God in the church. The church isn't at the at the sides, it's in the middle. It's what's really going on. It's what God's really up to. And here he says in verse 10, his intent was that now through who? The church. Ephesians about the church, man. His intent was that now through the church, the manifold wisdom of God should be made known. So where is the manifold wisdom of God made known? Through the church. The people of God, the community of faith. Mm-hmm. This kind of goes back to the kind of the, the talking point we've been having for a number of days here. We need the church. The church is always an easy target, man. Every time somebody doesn't like something, let's go sucker punch the church. Well, the church didn't do this. The church didn't do that. Look, the church doesn't owe their allegiance to you or your agenda. The church owes its allegiance to Jesus, period. The church doesn't owe its allegiance to a political party, to a uh, special interest group, does not owe its allegiance to you or to your group. We owe our allegiance to Jesus, 
period. And we are called to disclose to the world the manifold wisdom of God. That's the role of the church. That's the role of the church. It's not here to, to uh, be a, a political pundit for somebody. It's not. Why didn't, why didn't the church do? Because we, uh, was it about Jesus? That's why we didn't. <laughs> well, your church should have been there because. Uh, was it uh, about Jesus? Because we're, if, if unless it's conflicting with the manifold wisdom of God. Good luck doing what you're doing, but that ain't our problem. But everybody want to make it our problem. It's just like when it's like when couples, husbands, wives get up, get in a fight. They want the church to take their side. Take my side. That's not our job <laughs> to take somebody's side. Because you know what? Because we because we lose either way in that. But everybody, take my side because it's a way. It's a it's a, play, it's a power play. And that's what happens. Same with issues in our culture. Let's just get the church on our side. Why? Mostly because it's a power play. Um, yeah. So his intent was that now through the church, the manifold wisdom of God should be made known to who? To the rulers and authorities in the heavenly realms. Now, this is interesting and very spiritual. This is a uh, uh, he, he's basically saying that. You got to dig into this one. This is what he's saying. He's saying that the church is teaching the angelic forces about God. Rulers and authorities where? On earth? No. Rulers and authorities in the heavenly realms. So the church reveals the manifold wisdom of God that is made known here as well, but in this case, to the rulers and authorities, where? In the heavenly realms. I don't even know what all that means. Just saying that we're somehow educating, informing heavenly beings about who God is and what he does. There's a passage in, I think, 1 Peter or 2 Peter where it talks about the angels see uh, what the angels, um, how does it say it? Uh, we are experiencing what the angels only um, only hope to, to see and experience. It's that same kind of thing. So his intent was that now through the church, the manifold wisdom of God should be made known to the rulers and authorities in the heavenly realms. Some people are now these days are saying it's talking about principalities and powers. It's talking about like, like principal, local principal principalities, like local governments. And I don't think that's what he's talking about. You know, no, this is my, I don't think so face. This is my, you're stretching, bro. That's it right there. <laughs> if you're on the podcast, you can't see my face, but it's kind of like a, a grimace. It's a grimace. That's my, uh, yeah, you, you, you're stretching it there. Cause he's not really talking about principalities. He's not talking about governments, principal, local principalities. He's, Cause it's why? Cause it's in the heavenly realms according to his eternal purpose that he accomplished in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Verse 12, in him and through faith in him, we may approach God with freedom and confidence. Thanks, thanks be to God. That's um, it's very similar to the passage the, 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 in Hebrews uh, chapter 10 that we talked about yesterday in, in, on, on Sunday morning, in the current series. Um, we may approach God with freedom and confidence. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 19. 
we can approach um, God with confidence. Verse 13, I ask you, therefore, not to be discouraged because of my sufferings for you, which are for your glory. Thanks, Pastor Tim. First Tim, first Peter chapter one, verse 12 is the verse I was trying to find there. But angels uh, long to see the things and, and experience the things that we see. Um, I ask you, I ask you, therefore, not to be discouraged because of what of because of my sufferings for you, which are for your glory. Paul's like, I don't, I'm not, don't, don't feel sorry for me. Don't feel sorry about my chain for my chains and the, the sufferings and the hardships I'm going. Do not do. I'm not looking for sympathy because this is God's working an awesome thing through it, and it's gonna it's gonna be for your glory. It's gonna be for the glory of the Gentiles. And so Paul says, I'm good. Don't worry. Don't worry about that. Verse 14. For this reason, I kneel before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and earth derives His name. Um, beginning of the Church of God. That was a key text. Um, that's why the generic name of the church of God, because the church gets its name from the father church of God. Simple. Um, for this reason, I kneel before the father from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives his name. I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being. You know, you have an inner being. Just as real as the outer, we have an inner being, right? We have an inner being. And Paul is saying, I pray that out of God's elaborate riches, he, he will strengthen you with power. Where? In your inner being. That's the most important part, man. As we say many times, you know, the what's on the inside eventually works out. Um, and so start on the inside. Jesus taught a lot about that, right? On the inside. What's on the inside? What's on the inside? The spirit, the inner being. Paul, so Paul is praying. She's, he's praying straight to your inner being. <laughs> he's going straight for the inner being. He's going straight in there. He's like, I'm praying that the, out of God's glorious riches, he might strengthen you with power through his spirit. Where? In your inner being. Going straight to your heart. So that Christ may dwell in your heart through faith. And this word dwell means continually dwell. Not just, like, not just, just popping by for a quick visit. I pray, I'm praying, I'm praying that Jesus just jumped by, pop by for five. No, he's saying, I'm praying that Jesus would dwell, abide, John 10 stuff, abide. John 15, abide in me and my words abide in you to dwell, continually dwell. So Paul is praying that the, that through God's glorious riches, he would strengthen their inner beings with power that Christ would dwell in them. And I pray that you being rooted and established in love, brotherly love, love for each other, one another, love for one another. You may have power together with all the Lord's holy people. And what does he want you to do? So with all that strengthened with power in your inner being, um, being rooted and established in love. So what, what does he want the outcome of that to be? This is what the outcome should be. The, the result of that power on the inside that that you may be able to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ. And to know this love that surpasses knowledge. That's what he wants. That you'd be strengthened and you would come to know this surpassing knowledge, this love. To understand how 
wide and deep and long and high is the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. Wow. That you be full to overflowing with all the fullness of God. And this is verse 20. We, we quoted a lot. Now to him who is able. That's enough right there. Now to him who is able. Whatever you're going through. Is God able? Now to him who is able. Yes. I wonder if God is. Yeah, he's able. I wonder if God is able to. Yeah, he's able. <laughs> now to him who is able. To do. He's able to do even more than you. Whatever that question is, he's able to do more than that. When you think, I wonder if God is able. Yep, that and a whole lot more. Whatever you put there. I wonder I wonder if God is able. Yep, he's able and a whole lot more. That's what Paul's saying. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine. According to his power that is at work within us, to him be glory in the, in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. Praise break. Praise break. Sometimes you just got to have a praise break. You know what I'm saying? You just got to say, well, time to praise. Love that verse. Not to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we could ever ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us. To him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. So be it. Let it be done. Praise God. All right. Thank you guys for jumping on today. Thanks for being part of this uh, daily podcast and daily prayer. You know what we do. We read, we pray, we change the world. So we just read. So let's pray. Lord, we thank you so much for the power of your word. Thank you for the mystery of the gospel that has um, that has brought together your family uh, from all peoples of the world. We are uh, we each feel like we are least among uh, the saved, uh, that we are least worthy, uh, and yet you love us still, and you um, you redeem us still. Um, reminds me of the hymn, Lord, that. We used to sing and that um, says, amazing love, how can it be that thou, my God, would die for me? Wow. We are, we are humbled by that thought of your love, and we are, are grateful for it. Lord, thank you that you are able to do immeasurably more than anything we could ever ask or imagine. You are able to do even more. So, Lord, I pray for my friends today, whatever they're facing, may they be secured and assured by that promise today. That whatever they're asking you for, whatever they're seeking you for, you are able to do that and even more. We thank you. We love you. I pray blessing upon each person who's part of this today. Whatever they need from you, God, I agree with them on their behalf that according to your great riches in Christ, you might lavish encouragement, blessing, provision upon each and every one in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you guys for being a part today. Thank you for joining us on this daily reading of Ephesians 3. We're going to do it again tomorrow. You guys have a great day. God bless. Thank you for joining us today on Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's show. If this episode has been an encouragement to you, 
please help us by spreading the word about the podcast. You can do that by giving us a thumbs up, subscribing, and sharing it with your friends. You can also find me, Pastor Terry, as well as Bayside Church in Safety Harbor, Florida, on all social media platforms. The church you will find at Bayside Church SH. Again, thank you for being with us today and for sharing this podcast with your friends. Until next time, remember, God's word is true. Everything else is merely commentary. God bless you. We'll see you next time.